Hey, busy business people. I am here today with another entrepreneur taking action, Simon Severino. Simon makes a bold claim that he can double a business owner's revenue in 90 days, and I'm getting the scoop today on how he does it. Okay, so like, that's a big claim, right? Doubling your business in 90 days. But I took a look at your stuff and you might be the first person that I actually believe can do it. And it's all because of your strategy sprint. So tell me, how did you come up with strategy sprints in the first place? Like, how was that idea even born? Yeah, hello, everybody. Excited to be here. I, I was like you in the tech space and I was seeing something that it's working on a product level. This idea of having short sprints of intense work on one thing that really matters. And for that time, just focusing on this one thing and shipping it and then taking on the next task. And I was like, wait a moment, if this works on the product level, I need to run a business. Can we use the sprint method for running a business? Doing just focused work on the most important things aligning the whole team on this thing, solving one problem after the other, and then opening up the next Pandora's box after we have solved the first one, instead of having these all these parallel activities which have low impact, low energy, and they, they just burn teams out, right? And so how can we help teams be focused? That was my thing. And um, I said, all right, let's build it. It's missing. Let's build it. And so we called it the strategy sprint because it's not on a product level. It's how you run a company in sprints. And I started really just creating the first modules and um, solving uh, with my current clients who were just B2B teams all over the industries. And we were just using these tools. And now fast forward 18 years later, uh, we are a global team. We are doing this with dozens of teams every day and it's working really well. And um, yeah, we we are talking about it in the book called Strategy Sprints where we share what's working with people and, um, and exact case studies of how you can reduce the number of activities and still have more business results per week. I really like that idea a lot. I mean, like I shared before the interview, like I come from like a computer programming background. So the idea of sprints made a lot of sense. But when it comes to doing it in a business setting, there's a lot of challenges, right? Like to doing that and doing it consistently, especially when you're servicing customers and customers have things that come up and it can derail some of your progress. Like, what do you think some of the biggest challenges are with sprints? And like, how do you conquer those? So... We set up cycles of 90 days and we commit to, to 90 days, three goals. So the first thing is to say, all right, what's our sales goal, our marketing goal, our operations goal for the next three months? And then we, we align. We say, all right, we want to, for example, I just came from a conversation. We want to, re, we want to have six millions in revenue. Marketing means we want to have a, a, a YouTube watch time of that percentage. And um, the operations goal is to onboard so many clients per week. So three goals, right? Three months. Let's go. Now, 
there are three strategies and three habits that are really important because a plan is is great, but there will be the enemy of the plan. And that's everything that happens now. Changing market conditions, um, stuff that pops up, um, all, all kinds of problems. People leaving you, uh, the, the new hire takes longer than you thought. All that hundreds of things that will require your attention. And so that's why we have three strategies, three habits to really keep on track of the three goals. The three strategies are increasing by 25% the frequency of the sales, by 25% the conversion rate, and by 25% the price that you can get for your offer. We run every idea through these three things. And so, for example, somebody says to you, hey, you can have a stage on the on the blockchain conference Miami. Do you want it? And you go, hmm, it's interesting. But does it increase the frequency of my sales by 25%? No. Does it increase the price I can charge for the same thing by 25%? No. Does it increase the conversion rate by 25%? Probably not. Well, then it won't be prioritized. So that's one thing that we ensure and um, the Sprint Coach really helps prioritize through these three lens, the three strategies. Because first you get the strategy right and then we can go on a tactical level. Right. If you don't have that, teams, they just lose their focus again because, oh, there is Blockchain Miami, let's go there and we might launch a podcast there and then you talk with somebody there and you come back and you have three NFT ideas. But they all do not, and these are literal cases of of this week, uh, they all do not increase the frequency, the conversion, or the price. And so I'm not against NFTs, but you have to check them against these three strategies. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Exactly. And so uh, these are the three strategies. That's one thing that the sprint method is all about. Keep your focus, keep your focus, check everything against these three things. If they pass it, okay, otherwise you stick to your lane. And we divide, and now you say, yeah, but the client has demands. Sure, hopefully, because that's that's the reason why you have a company to to solve client problems. So and and that's either giving them time or giving them money. That's that's it. Uh, and uh, one of those, and you you are hopefully doing it. Uh, every day. So, of course, we will help you organize in operations, marketing, and sales. We simplify and say, all right, who does the customer stuff? It will not be the owner. So, we will help the owner fire herself, himself, from <laughs> operations and to to free up 10 to 14 hours per week of their time because we need to work with the business owner on form, fit, and function of their business on improving the sales processes, on improving the marketing channels, on, on, on going on podcasts and talk about um, your offerings, on, on writing a book, all things that are high leverage, long-term, and um, they are not urgent, but they are important if you want to scale a business. Yeah, I think all of that. I agree with absolutely all of that. I think it's amazing. <laughs> And I'm also hearing like why there's a good reason to hire a coach. Cause like this seems deceptively simple, 
right? Like you're, you're just going to work in 90 day cycles. You're going to pick one thing you're going to work on for marketing sales and operations. You've got your guidelines to make sure that you're focusing on the right things. It sounds very deceptively simple, but what do most people do that gets in their own way, right? Like they're going to prioritize the wrong things. They're going to look at something they want to do and think, oh, it's going to increase, you know, by 25%, any of those three things, they'll make excuses to do it. And you kind of need that objective third person. And then there's more to the scaling, right? Like you kind of hinted on that a little bit too, that that form fit and function thing. So it's like, what are some of the biggest things that you see that get in the way of a business owner stepping out and trusting other people with their clients? The main problem is that they don't trust their processes. I don't think that they mistrust their people. Everybody trusts their people at some in some level, but they distrust the process. So if something goes wrong, will, will I see it in time? In the quality, will the quality be as high as if I do it? Because the main problem is I can put in 10 minutes explaining a task or I can put in five minutes doing the task. So I'm going to do the task. And, and we do this for months and for years. But in reality, if, if you do that, you will have a lot of five minutes per day and then the day is over. So we have a business that we are not running, but the business is running our life. And then we, we struggle. Yeah, 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 I'm coming to dinner. Yeah, yeah, give me one more second. Yeah, 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 I'm coming. So, and everybody knows that. So the other way around, we say, all right, three months, three goals, three numbers that will tell us this. And now we have the three strategies. We filter everything through them. And now we have a weekly full team meeting, weekly sales meeting with just the sales tasks, a weekly marketing meeting with just the marketing task and the weekly operations meetings, just how are the clients doing? Are there any complaints? Um, how happy are they? Will they refer us to other people? Three meetings, but it's now a cadence. And even... I remember when I started my company, I was just one person, right? But I had all these meetings in my calendar. I had the marketing meeting with myself and I was talking marketing to myself. <laughs> it's really important that you get into a cadence. And because, yeah, I would reflect different things. In that hour, I would reflect the marketing numbers. And then the other hour would be a sales related re review. I would go, okay, how many conversations did I have? How many percent did I close? That was the, really the beginning of my first sales process. And then later on, I, I hired people. And when they came in, they had already a structure for their meetings, a structure for their reports. It, it was ready. I was using it. And so I, now I could trust the process. So now I can trust because I'm doing it every day. I know it works. And now I onboard somebody and I say, look, I'm going to record how I do it. I, I invite you to do in, to do it twice with me, and then you take over. How does that sound? And yeah. they go, "Well, is it working? Yeah, it's working. All right, cool. Then I can I can take over if it works." Yeah, I think there's so much power in what you just said that you know. Hope everybody kind of picks up on that because processes and systems those are like the biggest thing I see that's missing. It was the biggest thing that I was missing. It was the biggest thing holding me back. And that's been my focus for like the last six months or so is just implementing systems and processes. And man, does it make an impact. 
It's like all the business owners that you see that seem to have all this magical free time and they, they've scaled their businesses up. They, they have some form of process or system for doing things. It might not be perfect. They might be reevaluating it, reassessing it, but there's some cadence in place for talking with their team, for making sure that work gets done, for getting things onboarded. It's like even having a like broken process is better than not having one because it gives you something that you can measure against and improve. And I think there's just so much power in what you just said. So I really love that like a lot. Um, so like, what do you think is like the secret for why your system works? I know we've kind of taught, we've kind of bounced around it a little bit, but like, why do you think like implementing these strategy sprints is so powerful? If you don't have that, what happens? So you're basically, you're flying blind. You take decisions based on narratives, on feelings, on mood, instead of on numbers, because there is a daily habit, weekly habit, monthly habit. The daily habit is how do you allocate your time? What can you delegate next? The weekly habit is what are the marketing numbers, sales numbers, ops numbers of this week? The monthly habit is what is our competition doing? Do we need to change something or just go on? Now, if you don't have this weekly report of all these numbers, what are you basing your decisions on? Narratives. So, you know, you, you, you go with the hype. Now, you would be NFTing everything right now if you go with the hype. <laughs> but it's probably not the most direct path to scaling your business right now. Because you probably don't even know what an NFT is because nobody knows really. Uh, and um, so it, it will not move the needle forward. Again, we, we backtest it against the three questions. Will it improve frequency? No. Will it improve the price? No. Will it improve the, the conversion rate? No. Currently, it's a JPEG that you can, that you can right-click and save. It will be later a technology that makes it possible for us to have an online identity, etc. But it's not there yet. So how do we double your sales in this next 90 days? That's the focus of a sprint. It's not dreaming, it's executing. Yeah, I don't think you can chase NFTs until you're like Gary V level and like your whole brand is just running around chasing new things while other people work hard and make money. <laughs> and Gary V, if if I was consulting Gary V, which I'm not, and uh, but if if Gary V would say, Simon, what what should I do this week? Then I would say for Gary, hey, does it increase the price? Yes. Does it increase the frequency? Yes. Does it increase the the sales time? Yes. For him, because he has already an audience yep. and it's just a token to do whatever he's doing anyways, uh, building the tribe, moving this tribe, inspiring the tribe and gathering the tribe in events. And now this NFT is just a ticket to his event. And then later it's in your wallet, but it doesn't change anything. It's on his path. For him, it does make sense. If you are R Gary Vee, Rihanna, if you are... Um, a musician with a with a huge audience, it does make sense. Uh, if you run a paid newsletter with with a huge audience, it does make sense. But but most people that we are talking to are just business owners. They are not audience uh, rock stars. They are they are they have a great product, and uh, and they need help selling it more. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's a good thing for people to understand too. And again, the power of actually working with somebody who does this and implements the system. 
because something that is like good for one person is not necessarily good for another person. Chasing NFTs makes perfect sense for Gary Vee. Doesn't make sense for normal business owners like me or you, you know, like it just, it's different. So I think that's really like powerful. Now I know another thing that you have with your business is you have a certification branch where other business coaches can come and get strategy sprint certified. So like what inspired you to create that arm and like, how does that work? Yeah. So on, on the business owner side, uh, I had to solve my own scaling bottlenecks. I, I was the main bottleneck. So if it's still possible to book Simon as a coach after 24 hours, that's the limit of the business. So I will be just in three countries and I will have a limit of, I don't know, uh, 15 clients per year that I can really help double revenue. And then that that's it. I would have a, a small lifestyle business. Now I was thinking, what if I remove this bottleneck? What if I cannot be booked anymore as a coach? How can I multiply our impact? By removing the bottlenecks. And that's exactly the sprint method. Find the bottleneck, remove it. So I was personally the bottleneck. And so the goal was get fire Simon from operations. <laughs> get him out. And and I was I was looking around. How do other uh, successful business models operate around scaling the 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 executive team right and if you look at mcdonald's they're doing it really well it's a franchise system yeah. and i was like hmm, could i could i do a franchise system of course and so i started creating a certification program uh, 60 days daily daily tasks and uh, an accountability loop and the progress tracking exactly like we do for our clients right and a live dashboard of their progress and now we are scalable and um, and now we are in all time zones. We have now Stefan in Singapore who is doing strategy sprints. We have Lawrence in Shanghai. We have Thomas in Los Angeles. We have Zach in Ohio, etc. So there is now no bottleneck anymore. And um, I coach the coaches every Monday. We come together and they have to um, show me the, the dashboards of all clients right now that they are running. So I coach the coaches. So I'm still part of the operations, but it takes me just one hour per week. And it, so it's highly scalable. If Could we 15x next week? Yes. And if a very, very bad month comes in, I don't have to fire anybody because it's a franchise. They are all grown-ups. They are all very resilient. They are very creative, super experienced entrepreneurs. And so on the, on the, on the owner side, I have turned fixed costs into variable costs. When there is less work, there is less costs. When there is more work, there is more costs. We have downside protection and we have upside potential. That's exactly the business model you want to have. You want to have low costs and high scalability. That's I super resilient. That. Now, whatever comes, uh, 2022 can throw whatever they want at us. We are resilient. We can work with it. There yeah. can come a recession. We can work with it. We can have the best year of our life. We can work with it. And that's what you want from a business model because you don't know what's coming. Yeah. But you want an operating system that can deal with very low um, uh, capacity and very, very, very high capacity. Yeah. 
I love that so much. Thank you for sharing the insights for like what made you decide to do that and how that's worked out. Cause I know that's an issue that like pretty much every coach or consultant has. And I know we have quite a few that listen to our show and it's like, you've got to step out of it at some point, which is hard to do. Cause it's like, you come to coaching and consulting with like all the experience and knowledge and passion for your clients. And I know I even had one that told me that she's like, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't working with my clients every day. I like working with my clients and getting the, you know, getting that feels of seeing them do stuff and seeing them succeed. And it's like, well, you still get that, but at a scale, you know, it's like, you still get to see clients succeed, but you're a layer removed. You get to see the people that you're mentoring and the people that they're working with succeed. She's like, Oh, that makes sense. It's, yeah. I mean, it's still there. You still got to have your happiness in your business. Right. But I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now, I know we've talked about your business a lot. So now let's actually talk about you. Like how do people like do business with you? Who do you like to work with? Where can they find you? So we work only with B2B businesses. So professional services, consultancies, agencies, or B2B SaaS builders, uh, people who are building a software that is meant for businesses. These are the people we work with. And um, they need to be above 35K per month in MRR if they're SaaS and uh, above 35K per month if, if they're a professional service uh, because that means they have no market traction. And if they have that, our tools now are the best thing that can happen to them because it will refine frequency, conversion, and price. And by that, they, they will double their revenue, some even quadruple their revenue in 90 days, which is pretty wow. cool. And not just that, but they have, you know, they have more time now because we free up 10 to 14 hours per week of time of the founders team. Then they, they have systems they, and these systems, they keep on working also after 90 days. When you have a client onboarding system, that will, that will keep giving forever. When you have a sales system, like, and, and usually you need two parts of the sales system in B2B. You need a, a prospecting system as, as a setting system and the closing system so people who bring the the people on your calendar and people who close the deal and both systems we will help them implement and these systems continue working when you're on holiday when you're sleeping even if you sell your business because now it's sellable also and then you start the next one you can st you still have your processes written down you use the same manual for the next business yep Yep, I love it. So where can they find you? Like website, LinkedIn, where's a good place for them to go? You find us at strategiesprints.com. I have also a daily YouTube channel uh, called Simon Severino and the daily YouTube channel called Strategy Sprints. Uh, but the main thing is strategiesprints.com. And you can even download the daily habit, weekly habit, monthly habit templates and do it your own. They're open source. Uh, and you can download them, strategiesprints.com. Awesome. Yeah, I'll make sure the link is included somewhere around this video, wherever you're watching the video at. There will be the links to all that um, so you can get to it really easily. So thank you so much, Simon, for coming on and for sharing all these insights with us. I think this is something that would benefit most business owners to learn about the stuff, hear about it, and reach out to you. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you, everybody. Keep rolling. All right, entrepreneurs, this is your call to take action. Head over to etatoday.zone and learn how to build a business that enables your lifestyle instead of taking over your life. Until next time, guys.